0: Hello, oh, and welcome to the Homeward Podcast. I'm Adiel, and today I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite aspects of home, and that is eating together, sharing a meal, enjoying food and fellowship, either with the people who live in the same home with you or with family, friends, guests, or neighbors. It's such a gift and joy to sit down to a meal with other people and to enjoy flavors and smells together, as well as rich conversation, laughter, and closeness. Just the other day, my family and I were celebrating my birthday, and we were sitting around our dining room table eating the meal that they had prepared as a gift to me, And we were laughing so hard over something I can't even remember. But it was such a familiar feeling that we've experienced so many times around that table. Someone would say something hilarious and someone else would try desperately to not spit their food out as they laughed. And then that sight would make someone else laugh even harder. And then the whole thing dissolves into a happy sort of chaos. Not that every meal my family eats is like that. We have some meals when we're just rushing through because someone has to get out the door. uh, And some meals when everyone is just too tired to make interesting conversation. And we all just sort of stare at our plates as we eat. But the fact is, we eat together so often that meals are one of the main ways we connect with each other. Dinner time happens every night and we eat and we talk about our days, the things we learned in school, the odd customer at work the book we just finished reading. And it's so fun getting to pull someone else into our moments around the table. We love having guests over and whether they are family or close friends or people we're just starting to get to know, sharing meals together has proven to be a huge part of building relationships, deepening friendships, and encouraging tired souls. I love getting to prepare food that I'm excited to serve and then getting to enjoy it with other people while we talk and share our thoughts, our cares, and our hearts with each other. Eating meals together like this is a very human experience. Every person needs to eat and every person needs to be with other people. People in every culture eat meals together. Those meals and those dining room tables may look wildly different, but the moment and purpose is the same. Our bodies need nourishment, and so we eat. Our souls also need nourishment, and so we gather with other soul-bearing humans to lift each other up and to strengthen and bring refreshment. This need and this desire to eat with other people is something that was built into us at creation. We see the theme of shared meals all throughout Scripture. It's remarkable to me that God chose to use food eating together to show us more of who he is. That same closeness I feel with my family when we're laughing around the dinner table is the closeness that God has with his people. And he shows us this over and over in his word through shared meals. In Revelation 3, 20, Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him And eat with him, and he with me. Here, Jesus is calling the lukewarm church of Laodicea to repentance. He says that if they repent and answer his knocking at the door, then he will come in and enjoy a meal with them. He will sit with his repentant people and eat with them, fellowship with them. Why did he use eating here? Couldn't he have said something else? He could have simply said that they would be at peace with each other. He later says that they will be conquerors and will sit on his throne with him, which is amazing. He could have just skipped the bit about eating together, but he didn't skip it. He promised to eat with them before he promised that they would conquer and sit on the throne. He wants to eat with his restored people. And we see this way back in Exodus. In Exodus 24, Then Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel went up and they saw the God of Israel. There was under his feet, as it were, a pavement of sapphire stone, like the very heaven for clearness. And he did not lay his hand on the chief men of the people of Israel. They beheld God and ate and drank. This is incredible. These leaders and elders saw God, whatever that means, and then they ate and drank right there in his presence. Why on earth did God give them a meal right then? They had just made a covenant with God, and he chose to mark that crucial event with a meal. Moses had just made a lot of sacrifices and thrown the blood on the people, and God could have just left it at that, but he didn't. He invited them up to eat with him. And we see this in Luke 22, when Jesus says to his disciples in verses 28-30, through You are those who have stayed with me in my trials, and I assign to you, as my father assigned to me, a kingdom, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. He doesn't just promise them thrones, but meals with him, royal feasts in his victorious kingdom. And we see God eating with his people as Jesus, the image of the invisible God, eats with tax collectors and sinners. And of course, we see this in the Lord's Supper. Jesus eating with his people and what's more, giving us himself for us to eat. The ultimate nourishment and ultimate fellowship come from his body as we feast together with the saints. This is the meal that the other meals we eat point to. That connection we feel when we're seated around a table talking and laughing and eating with others, those experiences picture for us the connection we have in Christ and through him with other believers. That happy, satisfied moment when our bellies are full show us what it feels like to be satisfied in Jesus The energy we get from a good meal is a picture of the spiritual strength that Jesus has given us and continues to give us every time we eat at his table in corporate worship. Moses and the elders eating with God on that high mountain was a glorious foretaste of what lowly tax collectors would later experience around a table with Jesus and what we enjoy around his table on the Lord's Day. And even communion is still a tiny taste of what's to come for us, his table companions. In Revelation 19:9, 9, it says this, And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. Some glorious day, Jesus, the Lamb who was slain, will crush his and our enemies forever. And we, the victorious people, the bride clothed in pure linen, will sit with him and feast. We will eat delicious food and drink rich wine, and we will tell our stories to each other, and we will make toasts to the praise of our husband king. And someone will crack a joke, and we will laugh and try to not spit out our food. And Jesus will be at the head of the table, eating and laughing and loving every minute with us. Every meal we eat now is a shadow of that meal. Every birthday celebration dinner, Christmas feast, 4th of July barbecue, and the leftovers you heated up last Tuesday, it all points to Jesus. He is our sustenance, our refreshment, our party, our host, and our favorite guest we get to experience the love our God has for us as we eat. We enjoy him even in meals eaten alone, as we know he is our bread of life. We enjoy him around a rowdy table surrounded by lots of noise and voices. We see truths about him in our meals, and we eat in faith, knowing that one day our faith will be sight as we see him take his place at the table. What we do in our homes is a picture of our eternal home. And what we do at our tables is a declaration that we long for that home. We hunger for it. We can almost taste it. The next time you sit down for a meal, before you take that first bite, let your hunger point you toward the future. And know that Jesus is hungry for that day too. He longs to eat with you face to face. Jesus says in Matthew twenty six twenty nine, I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. That day is coming. Until then, eat, drink, remember, and rejoice in faith as we wait for the great marriage supper of the Lamb.